Double G Podcast. It is episode 51. My name's Colin and Stu is here with me. We're here to talk about games and stuff and wrestling. Yeah, As usual. I also have to have to give you an update on the, the TK interview I promised you all. Uh, that, that's very uh, good. Oh, I, he's, uh, he says he's busy at the moment because he's still investigating all them uh, fake accounts that are posting negativity. But as soon as he's done, he promised uh, he'll be up for an well, Evil G interview. He's getting more independent studies done. He's getting, That's what I was looking for, independent <laughs> TK studies. He was busy getting them done, but he says as soon as he's finished... He'll, uh, he'll do any. He says he loves our podcast because we just big up AEW. We've we never shit on it. He's but not that might like change today. <laughs> He's not gonna like this one. But uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give you an update on that. TK's pretty pretty sweet. We're doing a, an interview. I swear to God, it'll actually be TK and not one of us two doing a really bad impression. Shit, I wouldn't even know how to do a, a Tony Khan impression. I don't know how, how do you do a Tony Khan impression. Talk really fast. <laughs> and that's about And it. nervously. That's, that's and ex- and yeah. You have to sound nervous, excited, scared, and uh, sort of hopped up on sugar all at the same time. Uh, just just drink a bunch of fizzy drinks first. Die. Uh, and then that, that'll get you your Something tells me that man just eats coffee beans. Just eat some. <laughs> That's all I do. Well, Stu, what have anyway. you been playing since <laughs> since last week? Uh, well, um, as I as I explained last week, I accidentally bought the wrong game, so I actually hooked up my Mega Drive and just played the game I wanted to play. So I've been playing some <laughs> Mutant League football on the Mega Drive, and it's hasn't aged a day. It's still brilliant. So I was enjoying some of that. But uh, the main thing I did was I actually got around to finishing Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh-huh. Um, so really enjoyed that. Um, it was it was one of them weird games. It sort of held all this really cool shit to the end. Because like, there's a few wee boss fights and all during the main game. But when you get mm. near the end, all these crazy, amazing boss fights start happening. And there's this whole cool motorbike section and all. And you're like... Okay, where where was this hiding? But I know that that is that's sort of classic uh, Mikami stuff, though. Because if you remember, like right at the end of Resi Four, he done the whole jet ski thing and all. So he kind of likes to do yeah. this sort of vehicle thing at the end. That's kind of his thing. Late um, game but set no, pieces. yeah, late game set. That's a perfect description. I wouldn't have thought of that. But I uh, really cool finish. Um, Again, not gonna lie, no idea what was going on in the story. Uh, <laughs> I saved, I saved Tokyo. I think, I think um, all the ghosts became people again and stuff like that. But um, yeah, 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 I saved the world basically. Good, good but <laughs> no denying, brilliant game. What's um, the world? Or I'm is, wondering, it? is this is this just happening in Tokyo? Actually, that's a good point. I don't know because I wasn't paying attention. You see. And I don't know if it happened to the world. It may have I, done. I always like to like to think, you know, and uh, you always get these post-apocalyptic um, things that usually take place in America. You know, like you're walking days and all that stuff where everything's mm-hmm. gone gone nuts. I always like to think in the back of my mind that the rest of the world is just fine and it's just America. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just looking at America, going, "Geez, that's a shithole over there." I wonder what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, please continue. That's a good. I, I don't. I don't know if it was the word. Now you've got me thinking. But um, 
But yeah, uh, you, you save the day anyway, and then you have a choice to, kind of like Elden Ring, you have a choice if you want to go back before you do the mission and maybe do side missions and stuff or start again and you'll have all these extra abilities and things like that. So um, I thought I would leave it for now and I would like to start again. Um, but yeah, really mm. cool finish, really good game. Sort of some very cool end game mechanics and stuff. But aye, all in all, it's definitely not Mikami's best game, but it's definitely not. Like some people were giving it a pretty hard time and I don't think it deserved that. I've, uh, yeah, the, 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 its biggest um, shot against it, um, from, but based on, I, I haven't played it, based on what you've said and what other people have said, both saying good and bad things about it, is it they just put a bunch of padding in there for no yeah. specific reason. And maybe That's if, the best if, way, but no, it definitely is padding. Yeah. Padding is the best phrase for it. Uh, maybe if you took like that said, stuff out and made it more uh, like a tighter experience it would mm. i think you were 100 percent right what you said the the last time is that they realized their game may have been a bit short and they thought oh, we better do something about this and that's when they decided you know what we'll make these gates we've got we'll just add a few more of those in and you know try and stretch it out a bit and i think that just did not work in its favor Mm. But all in all, decent experience, decent game, and like, I think you are right as well. I think it'll probably be one of those ones that ends up in Game Pass. I think it will. Yeah, it all depends on the the what what contracts we're signing with Sony now, because because this is a timed exclusive, yeah, for exclusive a year. with at yep. least um, it was it a year, yeah, a year exactly. I right. Um, that, that answers that question then that's when it will mm. appear on Game Pass yeah Bethesda mm. games so I, I can't see them you know charging you mm. money to the extra money to, to play it on Xbox and every single other Bethesda game has made its way to Game Pass aye and of course as usual I've uh, well not as usual but now that I've actually finished Ghostwire I have been getting back into Elden Ring and I'm stuck on a boss so I might need your help later mm. so we'll, we'll deal with that later uh, <laughs> I, I can't quite remember having issues with the fire giant um, but I've, I'm not sure how I managed that either so it's just a big roly bastard <laughs> This is when he does that roll move. It's like, hang on, where did I dodge here? He's taking up like two screens, and I only have one. I reckon I stayed around the feet. I I try I too I try that, and then he does that thing where he puts I call it his bowl, but he puts his 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 big dish or bowl on the ground and starts rolling, and I'm like, hang on, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> what do I do? But I uh, look forward to trying him later again. Um, I'm just looking at the Mutant League football here uh, on Steam, that newer version. It does actually look really good. It's 11.39 on Steam. Mm. And you can also it, get t-shirts of all the teams. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. The team names are really cool as well. <coughs> they, they've got like the San Francisco Thrills and the... Nuke London Patriots and uh, shit like that. So the Snuffalo Thrills. I'm the Snuffalo Thrills, sorry. Have they taken... Uh, 
But yeah, um, I never played the original, so. Um... Oh, see, that was that. I was a huge fan of the original. Like I said, I, I hooked up the Wii Mini Mega Drive, which I have since modded because it's not actually on it when you buy it. But, you know, those Wii Mini consoles, I honestly do believe people release those and make them easy to mod because, you know, you'll get more sales if people think they can just throw their own favorite games onto it. Like, let's be honest, when that Mini PlayStation was released, it was modded within like a day. People were shocked how easy it was to mod. I mean, even I mm. modded. I modded my own mini PlayStation, and I modded my own mini Mega Drive. And I'm not the smartest man in the world when it comes to that shit. And I have a piece of shit laptop, and I was able to do it. So they make it easy, so they do. Everything but, um, can be modded. Yeah, YouTube videos. It's all. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. I'm just looking at these uh, uh, logos of the teams. They're like just shamelessly lifted from reality. So you got like yeah. The, the Nashville Lycans, which is just the Timberwolves, the basketball team. The the Terror yep. Terror Bay Mutineers is the Buccaneers. Um, yeah. There's the Hex and Oilers, which is the Buffalo Sabers logo. <laughs> um, they, they they don't seem to have settled on one specific sport though, because they're lifting from all sorts. No, I think they just went with the names that they could turn into sort of easiest mutant type names. Yeah. That's what they went for. The but, Malice uh, Hellboys. Uh, the Malice <laughs> Hellboys. That's actually pretty cool. I like it. But, um, uh, you know what? I'm definitely going to pick up the new version because I was watching a bit of gameplay as well. Because, as I said last week, I bought Blood Bowl. And Blood Bowl is not a bad game, but the AI is like, oh, it's cheating bastard. Because, <laughs> like, I have. I have never got frustrated playing Souls or Bloodborne or anything like that. Never, ever been frustrated. But Jesus Christ, I wanted to eat my controller in anger playing Bloodborne this week. This is, this is what I call the XCOM effect. I, oh, well, I, that's, what, that's what it is. Because that's all turn-based and uh, uh, chance percent, shit. Yeah, it? I'll say 99% chance of hit and you'll miss <laughs> three times in a row. Fuck, don't talk to me, man. I had a... I don't want to go into the whole nerdy and mad nerdiness here, but I had a 96% chance of running the pitch with the ball in my hand and the orc fell. But because I was an orc, I was allowed to re-roll. And I thought, right, I'll re-roll it. I'm bound to make it this time. And he fell twice with a 96% chance. And I was like, what fucking game is this? Meanwhile, meanwhile, the skaven rat bastard who has a 17% chance of running the pitch does it first time. And you're like, what the fuck's this? What is this? You fucking cheating CPU bastard. I swear to God, I've never been so frustrated. Oh, no, no, sorry. Let me let me set up what happened previously. Because my orc fell, the ball slipped out of his hand and landed right into the hands of a skaven, by the way. So it landed in his hands, and then he ran the pitch. And I was like, oh, you bastard, hey, bastard. So, yeah, I do play it now and then, but it just I play it when I just don't want to give a shit. And from now on, if I lose, I just go, aye, well done, CPU. Well done, and I slow clap it. <laughs> I slow clap my PlayStation now. So I'm gonna buy Mutant yeah. Football League instead. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right after this podcast. Not a DLC for this. I don't know what way that works. I'll look into that later. For um, Mutant League, a lot of the the teams right, they're seventy nine p each. But uh... all right, I know there's. 79p? Jesus, the Blood Bowl teams are a fiver, I think. <laughs> Wait, remember, this is uh, 
this Warhammer. is a Warhammer product, so yep. um, you know, yep. shafting their fans is kind of the <laughs> thing. Even digitally, <laughs> Jesus. However they can, however they fucking can. Yep. I'm surprised they don't make you paint them in game before you can <laughs> use them. <laughs> I mean, it's Jesus Christ! You go into games where now I, I'm not into Warhammer at all, but um, you know we have friends that are and you'll go in, uh, and that's an experience for uh, for a start. It's funny because their staff are always ridiculously aggressive, and mm-hmm. um, it's fun telling them this stuff shit. But um, <laughs> you, you left the wee box that has like you know five or six plastic miniatures in it and then uh, it says mm-hmm. 30 quid on it you're like what the fuck and that's before and that's you buy the miniatures yeah no paint yeah, that's before you buy your paints their paints which are overpriced and mm-hmm. i do paint stuff i have used their paints they're not that good there's better paints out there um especially mm-hmm. the pots that they come in i don't know what the fuck who designed those and thought those are a good good idea but mm-hmm. fuck no they won't stay open, and then if you get them the wee clip to go on to keep it open, you can't get them closed again. Uh, mm. f- just use a fucking eyedropper thing for your pots, you stupid... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the whole Warhammer thing's fucking shit. Eh? Their brushes are shit as well. I've tried their brushes and got much cheaper Jesus brushes. Um, like, swear to God, I bought dry brushes for doing shading and stuff, uh, and... Uh, you know different effects when you, when you're painting um and after one model their brushes were fucked um then i bought just a standard cheap ass pack of makeup brushes which are way better hmm so there you go yes i said i wish you get you we should get you uh, to get a couple of your finished models uh and we'll put them on our twitter if anyone wants to actually see them what you can do there you uh, go you could see much better work elsewhere. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, but these are yours. And let's be honest, we only have 27 people to follow us on Twitter. So it's not like you're going to become <laughs> world famous, Colin. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, people see it and go, this looks like shit. Hey, we have a high, we have a higher Twitter base than the concurrent players in uh, Babylon's Fall. So we're doing all that right. Is thing. Um, but what have you been playing? I, I played, um, so yeah, I was, uh, after Elden Ring, um, I was looking for something not 100 plus hours. So I downloaded, um, just got added to, to Game Pass, um, Life is Strange True Colors, which I think is the ah, yes. third game in Yeah, because the there, there was a Life is Strange 2, wasn't there? There was yeah, a genuine the, second one. Yeah, no one seemed to give a shit about that one for some reason. I haven't mm. played it either. Um, yeah, it kind of just came and went. Um, yeah, so I, I played this one um, and really, really enjoyed it. Uh, so if you haven't played any of the Life is Strange games, they're kind of adventure games, but not like LucasArts really weird mm. fucking puzzle logic adventure games it's it's kind of like the telltale walking dead but i think these are better um better written you actually um, do more stuff on those though don't you you, you do there's there's no you don't get quick time events 
but it's essentially mm. you're you're walking about, you're talking to people, um, uh, and you're interacting with things in the environment to drive along the story. Uh, and this one you play as uh, Alex Chen, it's a twenty-one-year-old woman who has just come out of the whole foster group home care system that she's been in for the last eight years after her mother died and the her dad just fucked off um so uh, it's about her reuniting with her her brother who was in juvie for a lot of time so he went he got out first and he went to this small colorado town called haven um got his life together and then tracked you down and then you go to Haven to join him. Um, and mm. there's always a hook in the Life is Strange games where the, the main character has some sort of power. So in the first one, you could control time. You could wind back time. And in this one, it's a little... Not as cool a power, but she can... She's an empath. But it's okay. it's a little, a little more impressive than, like, you know, the Team America empath. Where the... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since you were upset by someone was shouting. <laughs> no, so uh, the way a person's feelings shows up as an aura around them, like a, a color. And if the uh, emotion is strong enough, um, it'll actually affect Alex as well. So she'll, like one of the first, um, one of the first instances you see it in action is where your brother takes you up and shows you where you're going to be living. And then there's a knock at a door. And a very angry guy starts accusing um, Alex's brother of sleeping with his girlfriend. And actually, a fight breaks out and he starts beating up her brother. And the rage coming off that guy sends her into a whole fucking um, rampage. She runs at him, just knocks the absolute shit out of him. Like, properly, right. like, m- ground and pound mounted punching needs to be dragged off. And she's like, I had no control <laughs> over that. That just happened. Um, so, fun. Yeah, the story revolves around, though, um, you know, it's a small Colorado town, very picturesque, very nice looking, uh, and there's a mining company involved. And, of course, the mining company's evil because, you know, mining companies. Um, yep. And... You'll get various different endings, various different options or things you can do along the way. Um, that I assume changed the ending. Um, you know, it's at the end of each chapter. It does the here's all the uh, the choices that that you made and what percentage mm. of people made that choice um, alongside you. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. It actually, tells you how many of the actual players yeah made the same choice as <clears> you. <throat> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and I I enjoyed I didn't, I enjoyed the first one. I haven't played the second one. I should really give that a look. Because that seems a bit odd that it sort of got over or just like no real attention to it. Mm, it, it kind of just came and went. Um, huh. I'm surprised it's not on Game Pass. I guess that's normally is. what they do. Uh, but yeah, well, well worth checking out if you just want to play something that doesn't ask too much of you and is relatively short. Uh, hmm. So yeah, would recommend. Uh, that's the only thing I've really played to any uh, real 
or you know put any real time into you have been sort of just trying things here and there i uninstalled anno because it it did a thing um it did a thing i was at a boss fight which i've been try i tried oh. multiple times mm-hmm. um and the the controls just aren't where they where they need to be to be this type of game though um and so I, I got through and anyway i was doing the boss fight had the boss down now he slither health and i did the thing to trigger them to go into their where you can do your super move basically it's like yeah you, know, you know, push a button and we'll do this animation it'll take a big chunk of health off now this move Hi. i know i've done it multiple times right i know how much health it takes off he's got barely any health left i do the move bang put the controller down it's like thank fuck that's gone the bastard gets up and kills me with no health. And I'm like, okay, uh, we're done. We're done. We're done. Yep. I don't know if it was a bug. I don't think it was planned. What's the point in having a health bar if it's gone? And this isn't like Slither. Like, it probably has a Slither that's a pixel big and mm. you just can't see it. No, this fucker was dead. He should have yep. had a deficit of health with the move I just hit him with. <laughs> so, it's like, oh, no, man. The um, It's just a pity that... The controls aren't tighter than that because it has a hell of a look. There's nothing um, worse when a game looks so fucking good. You actually just want to play it, but you just can't enjoy it. There's nothing worse. Yeah. So I just got uh, got tired of that and moved on. <laughs> so I'm sort of looking for something else to play now. I don't know. Mutant League Football! <laughs> I could do. I started with Final Fantasy thirteen two. Oh, okay. Which um, I I don't know if I talked about this, before, but I had played Final Fantasy Thirteen, um, and something happened. I was playing on the PC and it crashed, and I lost a ton of experience. Yes, that's right. Uh, I so I, like, oh, I can't even bring myself to do that again. I was having a really good time with it. It was, it was like, oh man, like I'm talking three hours or something. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't, I can't. Um. But then I looked, uh, so 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns are all on Game Pass. Um, and I looked up, Ooh. 13, 2 does have like a previously on Final Fantasy thing. So I was like, right, okay, let's just install Twice. this and go through that. I was near the end of the 13 anyway. Um, ah. anyway it was like two chapters out. Um, so yeah, I just like, yeah, let's play 13. Hmm. Why don't you, or let's play 13, 2. And then the first thing is like, oh, right, I don't get to play as lightning. That's the whole reason. I guess that's why the third one's called Lightning Returns. Sort of should have yes. seen that coming. Yep. Um, Who do you play, play as in the second one? Her, her sister. Ah. Uh, and some random time travel guy. And you're trying to find lightning. And she's mm. somewhere. <laughs> so in t- t- it, Valhalla? It's not quite uh, clear yeah. what Valhalla is. She's not dead, but she might be dead, but she's definitely, like, you're fighting, at, you play as her at the very, very start, you know, for the tutorial part, in this big stupid mm. fight. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's weird. I like the, the 13 games there. They're ones that get sort of a, a bad rap. They're, they're not as bad as People make it. 
They they definitely like looking back to where Final Fantasy has went since uh, the thirteen series better, is a better than, way better than fifteen. Yeah, the thirteen series is a godsend now compared to where Final Fantasy went. It really is. There's nobody can argue with that. <laughs> well, fourteen's doing good stuff, I suppose. Um, oh well, I, that's I suppose that's a different kettle of fish. Seeing as that's like a big online only thing. That stranger party seems to be kind of like have its own sort of appeal to it where I, I might be interested to play that in, you know, Kentos. Some Arso, though, had a sign at AEW this week saying it was better than Elden Ring, and I'm all, lad, what planet are you on? You know, sometimes you people, fucking jump. Sometimes people just want to be controversial. Ah, sometimes people want to be arseholes. <laughs> That's that's my opinion on that matter. I bet that guy didn't even beat Margaret. <laughs> that's why he's raging. He got so, jobbed out. Some some people will bounce off. Like uh, we spoke about before, like Elden Ring makes no sense. Where are all these people coming out yep. of? You're gonna have a bad time. Not to say like, mm. oh, I'm pro gamer. You can't handle this shit. It's just it takes a certain mindset and a certain dedication to start loving these games, and not everyone yep. is gonna give it that. For example, was uh, Ninja was telling about his future brother-in-law. <laughs> took it back because I just couldn't get anywhere, which is fine. Like they're they're not for everyone. They they can like uh, I can as a person who has bounced off soul games first. It's, yeah, it can be incredibly frustrating. You're like, I don't get this. Why the fuck's it so hard? Um, but yeah. So how about we try? Oh, we, we should pivot into this this new stuff in since there I do have an Elden Ring piece here. It's about some cut content. Oh yeah, 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 the NPC. Yeah, and um, it's mad to think there's uh, cut content in this game because it just feels so. I want to use the word perfect, but. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently. A data miner named Lance McDonald um, discovered Thanks, Lance. Stormhill Shack, which is where you uh, originally meet Roderica, uh, who upgrades your spare dashes. That's pretty pretty much near the f- the start of the game. Um, so mm-hmm. there used to be a guy up there called Monk Jingo or Jigo, Jingo, um, and he used to send you out to get ingredients so he could just make booze and, and get plastered. Ooh. Nice. Um so so Wonder did he sure? Did it have an effect? That would have been cool. I, I think so. Um Imagine that so, before a boss fight gives a second here colony <laughs> to get pushed. <laughs> so I take less damage. <laughs> hey, what do you think your uh flask of wonders physic is? Uh true. <laughs> it's just tequila. Um, That's why the first hit doesn't count. <laughs> so he would have sent you off uh, to collect dreams or, or dream mist, and there there used to be sleeping animals around the world, and you could um, oh. get this dream mist. Uh, 
So there's a lot to it. There's a good chance um, that maybe this is to do with the flask. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe it was a separate flask again that, that did all the things, but uh, it would have been a di- different way of you build, you know, your flask of wonders physic being like a, you yep. know, build, build your own buffs and you get one go at mm. it, but yeah. Yeah, it's just and so I always find it cool when you find things that uh, landed on the cutting room floor, especially if you're sort of like, oh, that would have been class, but then you have to wonder, you know, of timing and, you know, how it fits into the game and all. You know, it, it, it's cool hearing about things that they had planned, but you can understand as well why it doesn't make it in. But I always enjoy seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it's the, the you, know, you get away most games, but, like, yeah, you get these data miners, and the, it seems like the the Souls games sort of bring it out more. It's just the the mystery. Mm. Um, Zully the Witch is is one to look at on YouTube if you like that shit. Um, they just mm. do really short videos showing the reasons stuff is the way it is. Um, mm. and and some uh you know cut content and uh, and stuff like that like they found a, a, an issue with uh torrent oh. because torrent doesn't doesn't well it's not an issue but it's like you know, sometimes you, you feel like maybe torrent dies before they should or yeah torrent doesn't heal between teleports and and stuff or if if you get off torrent and then get back on they'll they'll still have the same health until you rest at a side of grace ah um or heal them so i think like it's uh yeah it's a thing i didn't really take notice of same I always thought, oh, no, Torrent, these healing items for Torrent, no, that'll be fine, sure. I'll just get off him and he gets his full health again. They also mm. showed, the, I saw one of their videos they showed, uh, had this dog. Um, it's one of the ones that do uh, the Scarlet Rot buildup, I think. Mm. You know, the ones you see in K, not the big mass ones, but the normal yeah. dogs. Yeah. Um, there's a certain attack that the the bigger version of it does that technically hits you three times. So you you would be like have this dog that does one attack and does like most of your health or all of it. Um, and that's a reason for a bug is because how it's uh, working at the hit detection. It it, uh, it thinks it's hitting you three times where it's only really hitting you once. So that's why it has oh, one shit, attack right? that does stupid amounts of damage. Fuck. Right. Very good. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Cool here, uh, the things yeah, I got that stuff. Yeah, that's that's what that that's the community part of what the the good mm. community part of of those games. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, you mentioned earlier Babylon's Fall. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it I was like, we better foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've spoken about Babylon's Fall. No, we've had no real reason to, though, because um, the hype around this game has been... Well, you can't even use the word hype. If anyone knows what Babylon's Fall is, congrats, because no one seems to give a crap. On paper, this was a four-player co-op platinum games-developed mm-hmm. action game. Uh, 
which should on, have been on paper should have yep. been great. It's like, what if I could play like Devil May Cry and four player co op? Mm. Um, and it turned out to be no the other side of this. This is Square Enix, so it turned out mm. to be a f- generic ass uh, fantasy action that looks like a PS3 game uh, and and is just really boring and has loads of microtransactions and a game pass Mm. uh, or battle pass, whatever you want to call it, um, while at the same time being a full price game um, Mm. and just boring. In technical terms, uh, Uh this game would be just considered a right turd. Yeah. It's just low effort by the looks of things. I haven't yep. played it it's since just, I would not pay money no. to play this. I, I'm pretty sure there's a... So this game isn't even that old. And then they re-released it with a... They, there was a second edition, which was like half price and loads of content added in. Still not selling. So then they done like this trial version, which you can play for so long. Still nobody interested. No one... That just, I think people are just taking a quick look at it and going, nah. And that is a really bad sign when someone can just take a quick look. Because normally people would maybe go on to Twitch and go, I wonder if anyone's streaming this and I'll take a look at it and all the rest of it. But I think people are just taking a quick look at that and going, nah, looks turd. And like you say, it just looks so <clears throat> generic. It looks like something that belonged on the 360 or PS3 era. It just doesn't look like a belongs in this day and age yeah, it's uh, i i'm being pretty literal with that as well is graphically mm. that's what it looks like it's mm. pish looking um yep. and yeah when you get in there and just watch videos of the gameplay it just looks so incredibly boring yep um and this was just like you can just see that, like square enix have been trying to get this uh, the you know a live game you know they they had the the avengers one um and this is an or real fucking cynical take at that is low effort uh put as little money into it as possible and then let's mm. do battle passes and have a in-game currency that you can buy uh which is just i do fun. think there's some developers out there who just think right We'll throw a battle pass into this because they're popular. Everyone seems to be, you know, be able to do well with them. So we'll do it and we'll just make money off it. I don't think people seem to realize that a battle pass is something that is A, usually put into a free-to-play game mm-hmm. and B, has to keep you sort of not... Like some people try and use it as a way to just keep you playing the same game over and over and over again. Or some people will use it as a, here's a, a way to sort of try and change up how you play. Like, you know... Uh, this battle pass, like in Apex's case, they'll go, right, this battle pass is sort of linked for this character and you do these challenges, you know, to try and mix up how you play the game. But from what I've heard with this Babylon's Fall one, it's just a an experience-based battle pass. So you get to this level and you get this, you get to this level and you get this. It doesn't add anything to the gameplay. It's just like, I pay for this and then if you keep playing, then you'll unlock this stuff. Do you so know? you bought the game, then you buy the battle pass, but we're going to hide all these cosmetics you've technically paid for behind the battle pass. 
for you, this game we've paid for. Do you know? Uh, is uh, is it one of those battle passes that has a timer on it? Which is yes. most most of them do. See, I, that, that's my the worst thing about battle passes. If you paid for the thing mm-hmm. and it, it gave you this, uh, you know, unlock path where you get all these different cosmetics uh, as you work through it then that's that's fine if you can just do that at your own pace but it's the fact that they put a ticking clock on it um on something mm-hmm. that you've already paid for you've already paid for every item in that pass and now they're yeah. like oh but if you don't unlock it all by here we're gonna take whatever you didn't unlock off you uh, and it's so yeah. fucking shit and there's no reason for it other than to create that FOMO bollocks, which uh, it can fuck off. I I think the only game I've ever heard of that doesn't put the ticking clock on it is Halo. Halo, yeah, I think is the only one. But they, they have a whole other fucking bunch of problems with their mm. monetization. It is, it's kind of what stopped me buying. Because like, I know I, I think I bought the first two or three battle passes on Apex. Yeah. And then I sort of stopped because I was like, you know what? I Because you know yourself, when you buy a battle pass, you get, was it, three or four daily challenges and they get add your stars and then that's how you got your battle pass. I know the first battle pass wasn't as bad because it was more just experience-based, but you got your challenges, but you just got a bunch of experience. I know when they changed to the whole star thing, that's when people got a bit pissed because you could literally only unlock so much per day and then they sort of capped it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, but I, I, I do remember getting need, to the stage. Needlessly obfuscate the, the your your mm. progress for. I, just just to. Yeah, just to hide it, the fact that there is a cap. Mm. But you know, people aren't that stupid. They they can no. see that that you're just capping the amount of progress you can make in one day, making it harder to get to the end. They're like, oh, we the people were were going through them too quick. It's like I fucking wasn't. It was pretty much taking mm. me an entire season to get through a mm-hmm. battle pass, so now you've just made it impossible, and now we don't play it anymore, so I wonder why that is. Yeah. Because I do remember, like, I think I made it just, I think it was like the, the last day or two I made it to the end of the first one, but I only made it to the 100. I didn't make it to the 110, because I know they'd done that, oh, here's a final thing for 10 levels higher. And fair play, there may have been people who literally just sat all day, every day playing Apex and smashed through your battle passes. So you've looked at those small number of players and went, right, well, we'll take the battle pass and make it harder. It's like, hang on, what about the rest of us who straggled right to the end? You're just telling us, here's a middle finger to you. See, so here's the really insidious part about that that practice is you can buy levels. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can skip through levels in a battle pass. And that's mm-hmm. ultimately what that's about. It's like they can say, "Oh, people are wailing through this, and they they we wear it no bother because they love playing this game." Uh, so they they accumulate points really fast. We can't have that now. We can't have people having fun. Mm. The, the pay the pay up. I know you paid for the battle pass already, but the, there's there's less opportunity for us to try and squeeze more money out of you. And and Fuck. that's. That's mm. the problem with free-to-play games. Now, Babylon's Fall is this as well, except they charge you, well, at the minute, on Steam, uh-huh. 40, 41.99, but what's usually 60, 60 fucking pound on Steam, oh, fuck. which is ridiculous 
because mm. most games are 50 on steam um and then and then do this fucking you know just squeeze more and more money at you as as it goes on and then to have it mm. be as a generic fancy bullshit uh game as as it is with very Aye. little effort put in is just a slap in the face. No, this isn't even the reason why we wanted to start talking about this, because uh, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned, they got exactly what they deserved. And Yeah, this player... is the sort of shining light in the story now. After all the shit they've done, here's what happens to them. <laughs> Last week on Steam, there was eight people playing it in the world. <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight fucking rubes. Oh, Christ. There you go, EA, you can look at Battlefield 2042 now and go, hey, we're not that bad. (laughs) Babylon's Fall has to be one of the worst examples of, well, I suppose, yeah, I don't play Call of Duty and that, so they do all this and, you know, charge you full price. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then here's a time-limited fucking battle pass. But at least... Do you think... I'm sorry, I was just going to ask, do you think maybe... If you're gonna, do, if you're one of these games and you're doing this whole battle pass shit, and if you're a paid for game, instead of doing a battle pass, do you not think it would just be go back to the old way and go? Here's a season pass. Like, if you like this bunch of DLC, here's a price for the whole bunch. But if you like this costume, just pay for the costume. Why does a paid game need a battle pass? Why not just go? You've paid for the game. Hey, do you want this cosmetic? Give us a wee bit of extra money. I don't. Maybe that would maybe help this whole thing out instead of this battle pass stuff i know the battle pass is to try and make you play the game and obviously buy levels and all the rest of it but why not just go you've paid for our game here's a season pass Um, i mean if Hmm. i want a reason to to continue playing a game beyond the just enjoying playing it because i know like you you want to get that reward at the end of of you playing it like just Mm -hmm. taking the timer off a battle pass and let you do it at your own pace would be fine it's the same as like um like one of the few studios that's still doing the traditional model of of DLC, where it's like here's here's a fucking expansion for this game with a bunch of new shit, and it's not just we changed the color of some armor and <laughs> called it a new thing. Mm. Is CD Projekt Red, who have been through some awful shit as of late, yep, um, because of Cyberpunk, they came along, they fixed Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. for all uh, intents and purposes um, that game runs on things now and now they've announced that, that there's new uh, new expansion coming yes. next year that's right um, and, and that game made money now there's a whole other slew of problems with how that game was developed mm. with you know the crunch stuff the them showing videos of stuff that they failed to deliver on Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not really what we're talking about here. This is how how do you keep uh, people spending money on your game after they've made that initial purpose purchase? And that's the the answer is very simple that they got right the first time. Give them more of the game. Don't try and mm-hmm. fucking frustrate the money out of people like that. That's not how you do it. That's that's how you end up with fucking eight players. Yeah. Because the only other studio I can think of that is the uh, the World War Z guys. Yeah, they they they've done a a lot. 
to to their stuff as well. I, I'm just, sure I'm sure there's way more examples, but that, that just because they mm. they announced the, the Cyberpunk DLC recently, um, mm. uh, that's why that popped into my head. And that's an old piece of news that we could talk about. Is like, yeah, they announced Cyberpunk DLC. There you go. Yep. Yay! I'd hate. I'd be up for that. And else we didn't talk about, uh, and I don't know if this was, we should talk about this last week or this week, but uh, they're remaking Max Payne 1 and 2, and it's fucking Remedy doing it. That was announced just after we finished. That's Uh, why we didn't talk about it. The usual. The fucking usual. (laughs) The fact that it's Remedy, though, that's... Yeah. And it's full, it's not like just like a remaster, they're doing a ground-up remake of 1 and 2. Yeah. Two was definitely my favorite of the, the three of them. Like two's always same, been the best. I think. Same, I liked two the best. One looks pretty rough. It definitely needs a remake. Ah. A fucking face. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville square head. Um. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd be up for more Max Payne. I played the third one recently, and it's like this is Xbox three sixty as fuck. Ah. Yeah. It bragged my push the whole just flicking and all. I just hated that shit. It's like go and just let if like if you took that stupid filter off and let me skip cutscenes, I'd have been happy as hell. But that fucking flickery filter thing ragged my push. <laughs> That's where you keep seeing words pop up in the world as he's speaking. Uh, uh, it's like Like yeah, I I know it's it's Max Payne, Hardboiled Nor fucking mm. cheesy dialogue, but yeah, th- three had this different. It, it was very evocative of the types of action movies that were being made mm-hmm. at the time. It was being based in yep. South America, everything having that orange sort of tint to it. Yep, and the it was Michael Bade. I the fucking bloom all over the place, and mm-hmm. I it I it was Max Payne by way of Michael Bay, definitely. Yep. Um, so it'll be good to see. That wasn't Remedy, though. Uh, that was... Nope. Uh, uh, Rockstar. Rock, no. Rock, one of the Rockstar studios, it would have been. Um, oh, was it? All right. Yeah, yeah, Rockstar. So I'm not sure how this is working, because Rockstar own... I thought they own the Max Payne name. Mm. Maybe? I don't know. One of those ones where... I'm not entirely sure who owns what, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd mm. like to see see Max Payne and everything else. Oh, you know, we all love extended universes now. Everything has to be an extended universe, so all remedy stuff <laughs> is all uh, linked. Fuck. So uh. there's no, there's no Max Payne in there. <laughs> and so, well, to say they're all linked, it's like Control and Alan Wake. Aye. Uh, Max Payne, there isn't as much, there isn't really a supernatural thing nope. going on there, is there? No. Nope. Um, so I'm not sure. If Just a hard boiled really, cop, like you say. Yeah, I'm not sure if that really fits. Unless Max actually slows down time, and we don't know that. We just thought it was a cool game effect. Oh shit! No. Oh, <laughs> I sort of don't want that to happen. That's no. <laughs> No, we don't. Just leave Max Payne where he is, just kicking ass. He 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 doesn't need to be involved in all this crazy shit. Anyway, Babylon's fall is a lot of shit. Um, oh yeah, 
<laughs> and now, now we're going to up the music for this because the, there's there's, oh, there's yeah. not there's not much to this. Activision Blizzard are asking people about their views on NFTs. Um, it's like th- look around, you'll realize. Mm. Uh, so I, I guess they're saying, seeing, hey, is is this is this okay to do yet? Or are you, you are you gonna <laughs> fucking go nuts if we? And it's like this is never okay to do. Especially never you, be okay to do. Especially the the use fuckers. With your politicians. They're the last people that need to be involved. Politicians interfering with your lawsuits and what have you. That's mm. a whole other thing. I just oh, I didn't want to get into that because I don't fully understand what it what happened. So uh talking shit about that probably wouldn't work. I'd have to sit and We're read not qualified for that. I don't want to read about law stuff. Fucking hell. Um <laughs> uh, and also uh your man Matsuda pro, or uh, uh Yosuke Matsuda from Square Enix who had that put out that weird letter, uh, being all ah, this is the future NFTs play to earn. Uh, mm. has fucking doubled down on. Dodge. It's they're, they're still uh, they're still trying to push this fucking. What he says until now, most games we provided content as a finished product, and the players played the content. Yeah, no shit. Um, mm. However, there are a certain number of players in the world who would want to contribute to making games more interesting by creating new settings and ways of playing. Yeah, they're called modders. They exist. Yep. They don't need a blockchain. It's already it's out like, there. How do you guys not get this? You say we don't get it. You clearly don't fucking get it. You're providing nothing new except you can try mm. and monetize other people's work. Fuck yep. off. Oh, that way, yeah. Yeah. Um, ah, fuck, man. Yeah. And I like... Um, these creeps need to leave the mod scene alone. Seriously, if mm. if that's what he's saying now, that that is exactly they're gonna and they're they're trying to go after the mod scene with this. Um, modders do their own shit now. You can pay them through you know things like Patreon and stuff. Uh, so so they keep modding games uh, and creating new settings and ways to play. Uh, mm. which they already do. But these guys want to turn that shit into NFT, so every time it gets sold, they get a cut of it, because they get a fuck all for a modder's Patreon. But, um, mm. yeah, fuck that. That's that's all I'll say about that. That's, uh, as you said, they've just seen something that they can go, hey, we can make money here for doing next to nothing. So let's do that. Yeah. Um... And other shitty, why the fuck would you do this uh, news? And since we were just talking about free-to-play games, uh, Microsoft sort of maybe might want to be putting ads into their free-to-play games, which is a bad idea. That is a bad idea, because you're just going to kill free-to-play games. Well, we already said like the problems with the whole free-to-play business model, and it's... Uh, game pass and it's very unfair to the players and uh it's a whole fucking cavalcade of problems with how that shit works already um don't make me watch a fucking 30 second a minute long ad before jumping to a match that that's mm. um oh god 
Oh, God. <laughs> just, just, that just feels so wrong. Um, couple more quick ones. And then it'd be like, do you like to remove the ad? Pay such and such a month. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, nope, I just won't play this free game anymore. Bye. Cheerio. Yep. <sighs> or do you re-download it on your Switch or PlayStation where there's no ads? But they'll put... How does that work? They'll put them on there as well. Ah, but, but it's Microsoft talking about this, you see? So, oh, true, like, true, true, true. So then do you go, well, fuck you, Microsoft, I'll get the same free-to-play game on my Switch or my PlayStation? No ads there, bye. Jinx. Yeah, Sony would do that, wouldn't they? Sony would uh, sit back, look, see what people think yep. of this, and if people go, this is bullshit, they'll go, oh, we have that game with no ads, because that is such a... <laughs> <laughs> that is yep. definitely what the, that's how they fucking got the foothold with the PS4 to begin with <laughs> like there's no <laughs> they way to, sit there. Uh, <laughs> they, they sat and watched the e, the Xbox E3 the Xbox One reveal at E3 and, and saw everyone's reaction to them saying oh you, the, no more pre-owned blah 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 uh, and then someone was frantically working on a PowerPoint Right after that yep. happened, ready for the fucking Sony press conference, where they were like, see all that shit, we're not doing any of that. And here we are today, <laughs> where they do all of that. It's such a fucking Dang. stupid thing to look back on. It's like, the, the vision that they had at the time is currently what we have now. Yep. And, we, and we all shat ourselves at the time. If they hadn't announced it and just put it in, maybe people wouldn't have been any the wiser Probably not. But do you think there's someone from Sony like phoning up Microsoft going, hey, we've had this idea. Hey, what do you think about this? And Microsoft went, hey, that's a fucking good idea. We'll announce that. And then Sony just hang up the phone going, <laughs> if this goes down well, we'll announce we're doing it too. If it doesn't, ah, we're not doing that shit. It's funny just how, how much of a reaction Sony's press conference oh, was uh. to that. It was like, you were definitely working on this, like right up to the zero hour there. Yep, hundred percent. Um, so a couple of quick rumor things. Uh, Bandai mm. Namco is remastering something, some Nintendo game. Uh, it's three D. What could it be? Everyone's thinking Star Fox. Yeah, Tonic Wells. <laughs> Trying to think what else Bandai Namco were kind of known for. I mean, they wouldn't be doing anything platformy because obviously they have their own boys for that. I mean, your best sort of like this is a, a remaster job, so your best are going to what what games are out there? Mm. Nintendo games that could get a remaster. So yeah, Star Fox being one of them. There's Donkey Kong sixty four. Hmm. Metroid Prime Trilogy. See, I was thinking of Metroid Primes, but I don't know. Bandai are not exactly known for their shooters. It's, Donkey yeah, Kong might they, be a good they could, shot. They could do anything. Like uh, that... That uh, Gundam? Making oh, that's a shooter, okay. Making a Gundam yeah. shooter, so... That's right. Hmm. Ah, you never know oh, that. And, and you never Metro know. Prime, the Metro Prime's not a shooter. It's in first person, but it's not a shooter. True, true, true. It's a Metroidvania. It is indeed. 
Uh, so yeah, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Big, big mm-hmm. news. Um, and there is a few more details about the next Need for Speed game, so yes. hardly out November this year. Uh, it's going to combine photorealistic art style with anime elements, which just means they're going to have weird animation stuff. Um, mm. Like cartoony looking animation stuff over the top of the, the realistic looking cars, like you know, cartoon flames flying out the back of it. Maybe, maybe that's how they get around smashing up the real cars. Yeah, that's how they do it. Maybe so you're not seeing the car getting wrecked; you're seeing a big cartoony explosion when you crash or something. I mean, I'm I'm not sure that most pre uh, most previous most recent one uh, heat. It's not bad. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if. See, Stu, I don't crash, so... Oh, Dean, you're not playing it right. (laughs) (laughs) You don't crash, you're not playing it right. What are you doing? Uh, The the cars get messed up pretty pretty well in in that. Um, Okay. So, and it's not like those cars are driving the way they would in real life at all. That's true, uh, that's very true. I know one plays a Need for Speed game and then thinks, I can do that out in the road, (laughs) fucking drive sideways. Uh, and the last bit of information on Need for Speed was it will be an officialized version of Chicago, like Shore City, mm. which they've always done, like that last one. I can't remember the name of the city, yep. but it's it's Miami. Yeah. Um, yeah, be interesting. So, like, this is Criterion doing this one before, like, the three game Need for Speed games before that I think it was Ghost Games did all of those mm. um, like I said that last one played pretty well um, definitely better mm. I recently have been like trying a bunch of them uh, the sort of recents the the one that was just called Need for Speed and then the yes. one after that Payback are mm-hmm. utter pish as expected so, I so Heat is definitely was a lot better than those, uh, just in the mm. way it, it plays and feeds. But see if if they're making improvements every time, or is this going to be an or like, uh, let's go back to the drawing board and get it wrong again? Who knows? Mm. Um, right. Uh, well, I was going to talk about the Ghost of Tsushima movie, but uh, well, very quickly, I would like to just say that uh, Steam may have accidentally leaked the release date for the Among Us VR. Um, oh. We were talking about that a week or two ago. Um, they were doing some updates on their page for it, and the date popped up and then was taken down very quickly. Um, so uh, there was also a whole blog about the game, but yeah, the, the date popped up for the 13th of December this year. Um, I think that was priced at seven ninety nine. Um, and it'll still be the same Among Us sort of game, but it'll be in complete VR. Um, will not cross-play, obviously, with the current versions, because that would be kind of stupid. Like, how would that even work if you're playing on a phone and somebody's playing in VR? You, you know, that's, Yeah, that's, you'd be a... at a disadvantage not being able to see around you completely. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming this yeah. is all first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole idea. Um but yeah, this this is going to be apparently launched this December. Uh, I will definitely be picking that up because I reckon that'll be great crack to play with your mates all 
trying to stab each other and sabotage it. So December, apparently, if Steam are to be trusted with their accidental release date. The fact that it was immediately taken down and no one's mentioned it, then it's probably right. Mm. And in fact, I give a, a like, no, the way most placeholders are 31st of December. Like, they'll just put the end of the year. The fact that this was yeah. the 13th. Well, well, Steam doesn't, uh, Steam usually does, it'll give you a year or a month oh, or, right, okay. or a specific day. So, mm. yeah, that's probably, probably what it, it probably wasn't a placeholder. Hmm. So there you go, end of the year, Among Us VR, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Ghost of Tsushima movie is stupid. It's a game based on movies. You're making a movie based on a game that's that's based on movies, so you're going to end up with a, a shitty version of the movies that the game is based on. That's all I have to it's, say about that. Yeah, it's the, it's the Uncharted thing all over again. Uncharted was based on Indiana Jones, oh, yeah, and then yeah. they made a film of it, which was like a pish Indiana Jones. So there you go. I hear that Uncharted movie is fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, Tom Holland himself came out and said it was the worst experience of his life. <laughs> <laughs> worst experience? Well, he did. He was, he was much too young to be playing a Nathan Drake. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so wrestling then. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Um, so we had three AEW shows this weekend. Mm. There was also a, a New Japan show that I've yet to watch. Um, Windy City something or other uh, in Chicago. Windy uh, City Showdown. Yeah. Which had John Moxley versus Will Ospreay, which is... Mm. Uh, a, a match I, I need to watch, uh, but haven't haven't watched that yet. Um, but yeah, the the AEW shows this this week last week. So Dynamite, mm. we had some really good shit on here. So, but we we had a Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon, which ended up being a really good match for the tag team titles. Jurassic Express won that. Brilliant match. Was fucking fantastic. Um, and this was a very match-heavy episode, and I think Tony Khan said so much uh, to say uh, there's going to be less promo time this week, and we're just going to get matches, which you, you saw very clearly with the the first few matches, just they were just right match, no match, no match. We had uh, mm -hmm. Pen Penta Obscuro versus CM Punk, which is a uh, very good, uh, enjoyable match. Um, it was a good match. Good match. Had, had us questioning whether something was a botch or real because mm -hmm. uh, these two guys are good and made, will make you question if that was actually a botch. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, so CM Punk going for the Hurricane Run off the top rope. Falls immediately. She starts selling his leg, uh, but he fell on. Well, he sort of fell because of the leg that Penta had been working on the whole match, and that was the thing. Like, did he, did he, did he just sell this, or was it a botch? Or we don't. Know. But even if it was a botch, the two of them are so good. 
that they just made it look like it was part of the match. And even Excalibur, being amazing on commentary, was able to just straight away go, ah, oh, that's the leg that Penta's been working on. So even if it was a botch, the two, the two of them and Excalibur just together, so good, just made it look like part of the match. Mm-hmm. They, they both came out fucking chopping at the start of it as well. A lot of chopping. Oof. Mm-hmm. Not as much as another match, but... Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, I was about to say, I don't think we've ever seen... No, we have never seen these two wrestle before, so... Um, nope. Punk's doing a lot of first-time matches, but he says himself that's why he's here. There's yeah. a lot of guys he's never got to wrestle before that he really wants to, so Penta was on that list, and it was a really good match, obviously, Punk came out victorious but it wasn't like it was like very very one-sided it was uh it was a really well it made penta still look like a fucking phenomenal wrestler which he is but obviously his thing is he's a tag team specialist so yeah. that's why i reckon punk was able to get the victory um yeah we, we talked about the the tag match. <clears throat> we did get a FTR coming out at the end there. Mm-hmm. What do you think, FTR? Well, what, FTR have taken care of the Bucks. Now they've uh, now they got to take care of the Young Bucks' buddies, I guess. Oh, is that how you That's read right. this? I read this. As, I read this as uh, we want we, we we want more titles. See, I and, see and, because I obviously they, Red Dragon. Uh, yep. Yep. They, uh, they continued the beatdown after the match, so FTR will hey, what the fuck, young Bucks buddies, we've taken care of the Bucks, you're fucking next. Um, yeah, but they did, <laughs> they, they did gesture towards Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy as well. Oh, uh, they will want those titles eventually, but the whole thing that, it's obviously Tully was all, we want the titles, we want the titles, they got rid of Tully, because like, no, we've so, so, uh, shit the sword out first, they, do, they, cook, they, they took care of the box, so now they want to take care of who's been helping the box, and that's been Cole and Red Dragon, so I think uh, they'll take care of them first. Once all the problems are out of the way, and they can get a clear shot with nobody interfering, then they go for the titles. Yeah, That's just me, that's what I no, took no, from it, sorry. No, 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 that's, uh, that is uh, very, very possible that they're, uh, yeah, I'll say we'll probably see a, a match between FTR and Red Dragon in the near future. Um, Sean Dean versus MJF <laughs> in a rematch. Sean As you said before recording, uh, this wasn't really a match. This was more of an no. absolutely amazing segment. It's just a yeah, it was was a good segment. Um, yeah, so you you probably know what's going on. We get the cut to backstage. Lots of security guys. Um, one without a shirt. Lion. Uh, well, yeah, one is missing a shirt. <laughs> um. And I don't care what anyone says, Wardlow was not wearing that man's shirt because that man was about half the size of Wardlow and that shirt fitted him well when he showed up. <laughs> yeah. So Wardlow shows <laughs> up as a security guard. Um, MJF finds himself at the top of the ramp um, while Wardlow's at the ring. Uh, find himself close to getting counted out. 
uh, offers Bryce <laughs> Ramsberg money to not count 10. <laughs> and Bryce counts 10. Sean Dean is 2 0 over MJF. I would love to point out, though, that uh, Bryce gave this sneaky wee shit eating grin to the camera before he did it. <laughs> that was just this wee sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Great segment, yeah. though. So, as you say, Sean Dean is now 3 0 against the whole pinnacle. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, it's uh, it, it's good that they're changing up every every week. The way you know, he actually got all the way in that time, dresses security. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm in, I'm enjoying the MGF Wardlow stuff. I wonder yep. that's probably going to be kept for all nothing. Big time. Uh, do you know the way MGF likes to join them at commentary? Yes. I'll have, I'll get suspicious some week if Excalibur has grown about uh, six foot wide and isn't talking very much. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there with his mask. If Excalibur is gigantic and not talking, I'll be like, right, hang on here a minute. <laughs> now, next week we uh, we do get uh, a Wardlow match because uh, MJF yes. is able to book Wardlow in matches and he has booked him against The Butcher. That'll be a good match. That'll be a, what is it you call it? A meat slapper. Slapper. Just two big men mm. slapping the meats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the Eddie Kingston Santana Ortiz versus uh, Jericho. Um, uh, Jericho and his cronies. Who did he have? He, he had Daniel Garcia. Um, and Hager. And Hager. Uh, so we have to listen <laughs> to JR talk about Hager. Did he this time? I uh, wasn't even paying attention. He did. He did. He did. Um, I just love the fact that Ortiz came down with your man's shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got the promo first where it was Jericho coming out of the, the plane. Uh, and then yep. we, we see... Um, Fucking Menard and Parker lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was Kingston Santana Ortiz hanging out the side of the the car, being like, "On Jericho," the uh, and then they they drive <laughs> away, and then there's there's Parker and Menard lying. Um, I think it's Menard. It's Menard's shoes are just gone, and then Ort- Ortiz comes out to the match with the shoes round round his neck, which I, I, I quite <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that as well. So yep. like, where's your shoes? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant, Ge- Jericho... I don't know how. How? How? I, I don't know how Jericho can be so funny, but yet such a good heel. Because he's it's what he's best oh, at. Easily, it's it's, it's, it's his uh, him doing a heel and getting comeuppance in a funny way is he, he is fucking brilliant at that, and it's. Uh, uh, it's a shame we had to go through so much of uh, face Jericho um, mm. enjoying the smell of his own farts. Um, but the, but yeah, the, this is this is the Jericho we want. Um, Aye. Uh, they had a grand match. Uh, yeah, it was fine. A couple of very cool spots. Your man Garcia is brilliant. I. He is. Uh, he, mm. he's, he's and Santana's just looking like an absolute train. I uh, just want to point out as well, as like last week, uh, Kingston 
made reference to the junkyard dog and, and this week he came out yes. in a t-shirt saying thump which is pretty pretty fucking cool yep yeah um we had a backstage bit with lexi Nair trying to try, trying to <laughs> hook again <laughs> um, tony niece is gonna die tony niece is gonna die and, and then be cursed Hook's making his eye. Uh, Hook's, Hook's making his dynamite debut as well. It's his first. It's, it's mad. That I it's do have one question. What? What the hell is Dan Housen wearing? Is that his workout gear? I guess <laughs> it's like so. We spandex shorts and we spandex top. I, I, I suppose so. Uh, <laughs> but it, I do love the fact though that obviously Hook casually threw the medicine ball just making him look like an absolute monster he just throws the, uh, the medicine ball casually and it nearly kills Danhausen. like so they're just just making hook out to be this fucking unstoppable beast and i, I love this because he hasn't said a fucking word yet he just goes to the ring kills someone and then just walks away i don't it's almost like he's not even part of team taz anymore he's just that out of it he's just like nah, i don't care i don't care yeah Whatever. he's very much his, his own thing um yeah, the the team Taz stuff is uh, yeah yeah it's completely separate from Hook. He's mm. he's his own guy now. He's is uh, doing his own thing, and the the Danhausen stuff wouldn't really fit with Team Taz. But I think the, no. the Danhausen and Hook is gonna lead to some pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, it already it already is. I think you're gonna get entertaining and yet you're going to get incredible matches at the same time and i think that's what's going to be so special about it you're going to laugh and go holy fuck this match is incredible at the same time it's kind of like when cassidy's when cassidy's on fire he can be so entertaining and still fucking drop your jaw on a match and that's kind of the the style to go with Danhausen as well i guess yeah, yeah hope his legs good to go i really do um what else do we have in this dynamite that happened Shafir uh, was this that Marina yeah that happened Sky Blue. That, that, yeah that happened whatever wait we saw Aye. it was it was a, here we saw the body section um yes for Jay Cargill and we have Kiera Hogan mm-hmm. uh, and Red Velvet in there interesting mm. all right could be something happened there um and we had Keith Lee swear Strickland versus Ricky Starks and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs Ricky Starks was near crying when he came to the ring. He was just that overblown. Hey, it was, geez, the yeah. ovation for him was fantastic. Yeah, because this is his, is his it, hometown. Is it his actual hometown or is that his second hometown? Or No, no, this is the hometown. So it, he's actually uh, from Texas. New Orleans? Yes, he is. He's a New Orleans boy. And then he moved to Texas, so that's where he lives yes. now. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, he, he was in New Orleans for the hurricane. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. He got a uh, really good uh, reception. Um, mm-hmm. good, uh, good match here. Um, aye. Who the fuck won this again? Uh, Starks and Hobbs. Starks. Aye. Do you remember Taz came down and uh, yes, Taz yes, yes, done yes. a wee bit of he done a wee bit of foolery. Well, so Hobbs was able to get the big, big spine poster on Lee and pin him. Yeah, but it's, I'm pretty sure uh, Strickland and Lee have been winning everything so far, so... Aye, they have, they have. <laughs> you have to give it was cool something. seeing Taz, though, at ringside. Yeah, he doesn't 
come down and I know sometimes he's commentating, but uh, mm. yeah, he, he, he should come. come I more. I feel Taz doesn't want to take away from the boys in the ring though. Uh, that because, is true. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah he's right there. Is, probably is what he's doing. Mm. Like he's he's I, it, it still shocks me because how serious Taz was when he was in the ring. And how laid back he is now. It's like two different people until you actually see him on camera. You're like, oh yeah, he is that angry man. You can see him. <laughs> <laughs> but ah, it was good seeing him at ringside with them. And uh, obviously, because Starks was getting the win, it was kind of cool to have all of Team Taz minus Hook in the ring with him. So I do like AEW do that. If the hometown hero is getting a hell of a thing, they'll be like, I will give him the win. We won't screw him in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main event. Uh, here, mm. Here's a. The main event itself was fucking fantastic. Well, I give that away. The, the match, the bell to bell thing. Jesus Christ. Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. Have we ever had this before? I don't think nope. so. Um, First time. F- fucking hell. They beat the absolute shit out of each other. I think this is yep. the most chops I've ever seen in a match. Yep. Um, the forearms, just uh, yep. this was violent. It was brutal. It was if when you say Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe, yes, this is mm. this is the best case scenario for what you you could get. The match was very mm-hmm. very good, and unexpectedly or expectedly, depending on how well you know Ring, <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes here, Samoa Joe. Mm wins the the ring of honor title because we know minoru suzuki he's not a full-timer so um he was very mm. much transitional get it off that guy rat what's his face um mm. for that pay-per-view and then um hand it over to joe who mm. is probably gonna beat up a lot of people with that title oh yeah um yeah i hope it i hope Samojo is known for his stupidly long Ring of Honor um, yep. world title run, so I hope they go for something like this is, and and just say, right, this is this is yours now the the tel- world television title, even though we don't technically have a TV show, um, mm. to go on a run with this title and make it just like like Nakamura's run with the. IWGP Intercontinental title, mm. where it almost got to the point where that title was more important than the world title. That that's how mm. good a job he did with that. So, um, yeah, looking forward to see what they they do with with Joe with this title now. What they are doing with Joe mm. at the minute, he's sort of feuding with uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Yes. Now the bit immediately after the match, I thought was gold when they give him his present. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so, this was absolute so, gold. So Jay and Sanjay were at ringside. They were at the front row, just being shits, being heels. Yep. And then, then they, yep. uh, once Joe's won, Jay gets on the mic, congratulating. He has a present for him. <laughs> and I think part of what made this so funny is how how quickly it cut away. Is like he opens a present, and it's just his hand doing the middle finger in the box, and I don't know why, but that just yep. broke me. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> But it, I did. I wasn't half laughing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Such an easy mark, but whatever. Yep. Um, 
No, here's where we get into the the ship. <sighs> Everything uh, goes black. Lights go out. I'm like, oh. Yeah, no. that's what was my reaction. Oh. Because, so, you know. The, the lights going out in AEW could mean a few things. Malachi yes. Black's here. Mm-hmm. We're about to see a new signing. Or mm-hmm. someone else does a lights out thing as well. Maybe maybe there's too much lights out stuff in AEW. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But mm. lights come on. There is a large Indian man in the ring. I don't yes. know who he is. The crowd doesn't know My who he is. sank first, though. I was all, no, that can't when be I, who I think it is. Please, 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 please. For please, a please. second, you're like, holy shit, it's Cali. Yes. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not Cali. Um, mm. This is Satnam Singh, mm. a former NBA player who clearly wasn't very good. Um, mm-hmm. And he's seven foot two, legit. Mm-hmm. Very tall man. That's mm-hmm. all he's got. Yep. Or that we've seen. This was fucking awful. Hey, this was like just him showing up. No yep. one. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Starts beating up um, Joe. Crowd mm. is not into it. Boone, and I don't think they're booing because the heat is beating up the face. I'm pretty sure they're booing because they're like, "Why the fuck?" If I wanted to see big useless fuckers i would go watch wwe which doesn't even yep. really have that anymore actually uh but that is not a true, market true. that needed fucking cater to there's nobody out there pining for the give me the big useless fucker that can't do anything um mm. i don't know what the thinking is here that this is not this is not your typical aw signing he's a guy with no wrestling experience from another sport mm. um I, I uh, and he moves. I was literally going this. I it was the movement got me. I was like, oh shit, here we go. We've got our first useless lump in AEW, and that's literally all. Is a useless lump. He done this stupid head crush thing, and it's like, oh my fucking god. Like that, it's yeah. the most cliche thing. I'm big, tall, useless, and slow, so I'll do a head crush. Tell and poor old Joe has to sell it. Aye, poor old Joe has to sell it too. And I'm like, oh, you've just had one of the greatest matches with a, like a dream opponent, and now you have to sell to some useless lump. It just made such a fucking sour note to what should have been a great. They just should have let that match be. Just, just mm-hmm. let that moment. You could have had just done the sing and maybe Jay Lethal thing at the end with the finger and laughing about it, and mm-hmm. left it there. You didn't need the lump. Um, and we'll see him again. Yeah, uh, it wasn't much better. No, you you were thinking, no, uh, this guy. Oh, he's retired now. Nice, he's twenty six years old. I thought he was in his forties. He's not in his forties. No, I think his MBA just just he wasn't that good. Um, so wasn't cut out to be. Oh, yeah, you know, a, a proper player. Well, if he uh, moves like that, you, you're hardly going to be any good in a basketball or a, uh, a basketball uh, pit or 
Court. Field. Jesus Christ. Field pitch court. <laughs> Aye. What the, the the basketball play? Uh, you know, arena. But <laughs> but you you have to be able to move in basketball. That's the fucking point. Why did this guy think he would be any good if that's how he moves? Like he no, looks like he could barely walk. I think in basketball, just being really tall will get you a long way. Um, mm. One of the things I always liked that AEW does is they don't discriminate on size. You could argue that's what we're doing right now. But the fact that they don't go for the uh, you need to be massive and turn the heads in the airport bullshit. Um, mm. And because they'll they'll push guys that are under six foot, it means you then have guys that are like, you know, in the range of six, five, six, eight, they look huge, which they mm-hmm. are. If you've ever met a person mm-hmm. that tall in your life, they are huge. Um, but with the added uh, benefit of they can do shit, so you get guys mm-hmm. like Luchasaurus who can do you know moon salts and stuff, but he still looks like a giant. Um, mm-hmm. But then when you get into the guys who are over over the seven foot mark you're very limited in both what they can do and also what other smaller guys can do with them it's mm-hmm. it just it never leads to decent matches nope um now tony so, can obviously is well aware that this didn't go down well yeah so he's come out and said uh I don't think he actually apologized, but he says he's taking the feedback on board and wouldn't wouldn't do that again. Yeah. If you're gonna do, it got uh, to the. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go you go ahead. Go you go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, don't do the blackout debut mm-hmm. unless it's someone yeah. everyone will instantly recognize. Yeah, because I thought they kind of learned their lesson when they did that with like Dark Order and Butcher and Blade and all. Remember yeah. they were doing that in the early days. And yeah. nobody knew who they were. And then they obviously were getting way better doing the debuts. Uh, they've kind of sort of stumbled again. I don't know where people meant to know who this guy was because of the NBA. But everyone, <laughs> everyone just looked at each other and went, uh, who? I don't know. And uh, especially your, like, your international audience. Like basketball is like massive around the world. So they're all nope. kind of like, um... Now I get that the, there's probably a part of this which is... Uh, you know, get that Indian market going. Um, mm, true, but they do have Jorah Joel. Yeah, and Sanjay Dutt. Essentially, I know he's actually, just started. Com- is he actually Indian? Well, he was. His folks are Indian. I'm pretty sure he was born there, but he was raised in the U.S. Right, right. right but he right. was actually born in India, but he's he was raised in the U.S. But yeah. no, I mean. I know he's only been on TV recently and all, but like you say, you have Jorah Joel, and you do have way better... Like, Jorah Joel, I know he's not that well-known, but he... Already, I know he's going to be a way better wrestler than this lump. He's going to be way better. Jorah Joel's got a hell of a look to him. He is shredded like he's... Um, yeah, and, he and he's seem, only going to get better the more yeah, he wrestles. He doesn't seem bad in the ring either. Uh, you know. No. Um, I don't know where where his scene is. Um, I think he's he'd be better than fuck. What do you call him? The Canadian guy. <laughs> what do you call Jinder Mahal? Oh, I like that guy. Uh, that's that's not saying much. It's like presenting him as mm. Indian and him like from Canada. 
Mm. Uh, so R- Rampage, fuck Rampage was so good this week. It was that live. Amazing. Um, this was recorded before. Uh, well, it was the, this was a live show, and then they they would have recorded Battle Belts right after it uh, mm. in Texas. Uh, this, like the opener match at Black Bull Combat Club, Gun Club uh, match was fucking great. I I love the way. Like, keep in mind, Gun Club are like twenty four zero at this point. Yep. And everything they do, Black Bull Combat Club has an answer for them and just overcomes everything. Like, it, it wasn't back and forth at all. It was, like, just... I think the only person that really got some offense was Billy. Even then, like, it, it showed, Aye, like... It wasn't, like, big offense, but he was, he was the only one yeah. who was able to sort of do... So He was just using his size more than anything, but he, he would even at that, it just doesn't help. He would still get shut down, and especially by, oh, by Wheeler Yuta. And the, that's what this, this yep. match was. It was all about, like, someone would get in, and they'd start kicking the shit out of Yuta, and he'd then find a way, overcome mm-hmm. it, put them in a spot of what then they'd tag in, and then the next person would come in, and he'd do the same again. Um, aye, this, this, was, this was good stuff. Um, aye. And of course, Regal on commentary always amazing. Hey, always. Yeah, aye. Uh, he just just putting everybody over. Aye, <laughs> everybody in the even ring. even the Gun Club. Yep, that's what uh, I like uh, about Regal. He's not, he's not like oh my team are the best. He's all oh these guys are so good. Look at the way he done this and ah oh, he's got some he's got some promise and all this here. So it's like uh, he's always like they've got him like this guy who's always scouting. I like that. Yeah. Uh, um. And uh, the the that's Gun Club handed the first loss. In mm-hmm. the trios, if we had trios titles, it would be. It was you to pin the belly too, wasn't it? It was yes. In mm-hmm. he did with in, the um, almost had a wee bit of trouble with it. it was like the, uh, you know, the bridging. Um, yeah, I don't know if that was you or that's just. Because oh, Billy that's just is a, so big and be a bit older. <laughs> no, no, hundred percent. I think it was just because because he's so big. Um, but he got yeah. there. He got there. He did. What was that? There was a ah, oh, I regal. I, I love the way he did this. He's all as much of as an Adonis as Billy Gunn is. He's he's still not a uh, uh, still not the wrestler that uh, Brand Danielson is. I just I haven't heard anyone describe someone as an Adonis in about twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's not lying though. Fucking how can you be that old and that good a shape? Yeah, uh, he's he's a freak. He is. Um, butcher fucked someone up. Oh, I I don't know who this kid was, but butcher Adam dead now. He's dead. <laughs> R.A.P. A jobber. <laughs> <laughs> I now actually get... called my missus into the living room at that stage because you know, the way we obviously talk on the PlayStation and she never understands what a jobber is. I was like, come here, what do you see this? <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's a jobber. see <laughs> somebody get absolutely fucking murdered. <laughs> and then what do we have next? Uh, we had another qualifier for the women's uh, Owen tournament. Um Ruby Soho versus ah. Robin Renegade. Uh, that was a really good match. It, it was. Uh, it was good to see Robin Renegade getting on TV because mm. that's a first, and also her twin sister. 
Doing the old I know twin. the twin thing's been done before, but there's oh, but something I find very entertaining about them it, too. It is good. I, I like that. I uh, it was it was fun uh, and in a a twist, it just didn't work. No, <laughs> she, you just both got the shit kicked out of by Ruby. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, the and I've noticed this about Ruby. It's it's probably just the way she likes to work is. She takes most of the abuse uh, the whole mm-hmm. way through the thing, um, and then she's kind of like Darby. Yeah, as soon as Ruby gets gets the advantage, um, Robin rolls out under the ring, um, mm. and then what's her sister's name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sh- Robin and Charlotte. Yeah, uh, she comes out. Um, yeah, and I, I loved. Uh, like eventually she gets the 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 no future uh, and gets the pin as it was always mm. going to be but then you mm-hmm. like she looks over um you see them two going up the ramp together <laughs> still, and then and it's like the look on ruby's face is like oh, okay then <laughs> i love even bryce was doing it beside her uh, he's like eh? what, the, what the fuck but i guess it worked Apparently. out <laughs> yep them two are good mates. I know that from the podcast with Ruby Soho. She was yeah, saying yeah. she always wants Bryce doing her matches. Um, yeah, that, that was that was a fun match. Mm. And then we went from fun to mayhem. Oh Jesus! Um, the Texas Death Match mm. for the AEW World Title being defended on Rampage. They're Trying very, very hard to, to make Rampage last seen last as a B show. Um, mm-hmm. And Tony Khan said as much on that uh, Barstool Wrestling podcast. Mm. He was on that recently. He, he goes on that fairly regular and and said, like, yeah, he wants, wants this, especially this Rampage, this live one, uh, seen less of a, as a B show. So they're putting world title match on here. Um, so for those of you who haven't figured it out yet because we've had a couple of Texas death matches the only way to win them is by putting your opponent down for a count of 10 or submission so that's why there are no pinfalls damn to be yep. fair even Taz got confused he did a wee bit yes <laughs> well he did I won't he I should be going for the pin he did correct himself though yes um another great great title defense for hangman he, he's i not the 60 as well hey just it once it started that was it hey just I, hangman has had no uh, in his defenses he's had no not even any gray spots have all been fucking bangers aye every yeah, single uh, one moxley had that hager empty arena match which was yeah uh you know yeah your match um <laughs> but, but yeah, this this is an or nor great great title defense. Um Yep. All sorts I of I honestly sh- wasn't sure what way this was going. I High Man was winning this. Even though they put a defense on Rampage, they're not changing the title. They're not that crazy. Mm. No. It's just the big deal they were making out of Cole though. So this is like right, so Cole's had two shots. And he's lost twice. So this is my thing. Is like, right, well, if Cole loses this, what do they do with him? Or if he wins, he can do the whole, like, ah, I'm the chap now. But if he loses, where does this go for Cole? So I think that's why it was in my head. I was like, I well, don't know what way this is going. I think Cole moves on to do more of the elite internal fighting stuff. Aye. 
Um, mm. And I think this is Hangman moving on to his next opponent, who is probably going to be CM Punk. Yeah. He's yeah, working. True. Punk is in the top five now. He's working his way up there. Um, he'll beat mm-hmm. he'll beat Dustin Rhodes on Dynamite this week. Yep, which is not That'll a dream be match. A good match. It's not a dream match. They call it a dream match. It's not a dream match. No one went. Oh, you know what I want to see? Goldust versus CM Punk. No one said that I don't, ever. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's a dream match for us. I think it's a dream match for Dustin. Aye, maybe, but it's, they're, a, it's they're, Dustin's they're, match. <laughs> They're promoting it as a dream match, and you're like, no, no. Yep. And it'll be a good like, match, though. You can be all like, uh, the natural dust and rose. It's like, everyone knows you as gold dust. That is what you've done for mm. the bulk of your career. what you're best known for, CM Punk versus you, which I'm sure you'll you'll put on a, a great match. Um, mm. But let's let's not kid ourselves here. It is not a dream match. <laughs> You don't want that term getting diluted. We just had Dream Match Minoru Suzuka versus Joe. Yes. Yeah. CM Punk versus True. Dustin Rhodes. Nah, not so much. But anyway, <laughs> this match. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, they, they did a wee bit spoilery by showing the, the chair wrapped in barbed wire while they were taking stuff out of the ring. You saw it a couple of times. Yep. Then you had Ricky Starks going, did I just see what I did? <laughs> Which is, mm-hmm. I, I like that as well. Um, it never ah. gets actually used though, because um, Hangman just rips the nope. barbed wire off it and tries to do. He did that against Archer. He did, yes. Uh, but he didn't get to do it this time. No, we didn't. The, uh, I really liked the reversal of the Panama Sunrise into the Dead Eye. Thought that was really good. That was amazing. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, great, great match. Um, we eventually get almost a double count out, and uh, Hangman just manages to to get up. Mm. Um, yeah, as I said, that's probably moving on to CM Punk's next uh, for mm. for Hangman, I would say, and then the we'll start wrapping up the elite in fighting. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get Kenny back. Ooh. Do you think CM Punk wins? Do you think he gets a title run? <sighs> I don't know. It's very unusual for a face to take it from a face, but you never know. They might do something different. I, I mean, I'd have no problems with it if it was done done well, <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Mm. That's the thing I love about AEW. You can't predict it. So the other show Would we you had, like to see... CM Punk to have a title run? Mm. I hundred percent. I think mm. he, I think he should have one. Mm. And, uh, well, there you go. As a fan, that's all that matters. Then I think uh, probably do a heel turn as well, though. But uh, Ooh. so the the other show we had was Battle of the Belts two on Saturday night. Um, three mm. matches on here: Scorpio Sky versus Sam McVeigh for TNT title, uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Dalton Castle uh, for the Ring of Honor World title. And then Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. Um, not much to say except for the, the three great matches. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jonathan Gresham Dalton Castle was very silly because it is Dalton Castle, but I still I like that. Yes. Like John Gresham, super serious guy, but still able to have a wee bit of fun. Uh, yep. 
in the match. Uh, it's not a typical Ring of Honor type of thing, but um, nope. yeah, Dalton Castle's uh, boys are on the outside. I just add that <laughs> extra wee flamboyancy. Uh, well, I just add extra dynamic to the match because they're distracting and they're just yep just being good yeah. balls like. they don't interfere they don't interfere with the match they're just mad around the ring <laughs> and then after that we get uh jay lethal and sanjay dot again being and we get to see satam sing again which isn't much of an improvement mm. it it i will say this it was a pretty cool uh, visual of him yes. <laughs> and gresham standing face to face and him being near fucking Twice I hate him. Um but uh they're all chased up by chased away by Samoa Joe with a lead pipe. Mm. Sanjay should have got out of that ring faster because Joe should have just panned him around the head. It's like fuck you, you're too slow. He you're getting smacked. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, the the women's title match uh was good as well. It was pretty fucking brutal. Um Mm. Like almost had that. Nyla does this thing in her matches where the matches are kind of ugly, but it kind of works. Yes, uh, and that's that's, that's what we Nyla. Yeah. Um, but I guess the main one to talk about is the Scorpio Sky and and Sammy Guevara match. Mm. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Honestly, it just. I know, obviously, that the point of this match was they turned. Sammy heel. He went full on heel. He low blowed Scorpio, and you know he, he, the, the the main thing is he takes the title. But he's had the belt three times now, and yeah. they've just kind of turned him into the new Cody. Have they just replaced Cody with Sammy and Bra- or Sammy and Ty? So if you let's noticed, get this couple that everyone hates. Yeah, if you notice, like even even before the heel turn, he was we were already getting Sammy sucks. Uh, a lot of boom mm. going on. Uh, so mm. the writing was on the wall there. It was the right thing to do. Um, yeah. it's, it's the thing, it's the right reaction to that. It's not like the Cody one digging your heels. It's like, no, but I want to be a face. Fuck you. Uh, and then you're like, well, wait, is he just working everyone? Or is that, um, we're all very confused and then he fucks off the WWE and we'll never find out the answer. Um, mm. But in this one, they just go, he's, he's a heel now. Um so yeah, the the Sammy Ty shit wasn't working, and they pivoted no. and doing it this, doing this instead to to make it, uh, to make it work for them. It's like if people don't like this, that's fine. He's a heel now. You're not supposed to like mm. it. Page fans aren't got some pop. <laughs> she did when she came out. It's like fuck. Uh, I'm thinking maybe the, this this was the plan though. Um, I don't mm. think this was a oh we'll do our couple thing and everyone's gonna love it. it will, I don't think it was a case of them doing that in this backfiring. The reason I say that is why else would they have separated Taijay unless they were planning to go down Aye. the heel route with this stuff? And I think that's what they've been doing all along. Um, I think that I just I just it's too much of it. Um, uh, like for them not to know. Like this, the stuff that, that Sammy and Ty were doing together would rub people the wrong way. Like mm. the the people that were working the AEW, they 
some of the the names we have and the experience, they know how this shit works. So there's yeah. no way they would go, "Hey, here's here's this couple flaunting their relationship to you, and you're gonna love it." Is it? No, they won't. Mm. But nope. Not the deep It was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty kind of. Scorpio Sky is brilliant, eh? Yeah, it's a pretty kind of bad that he had to lose the title, but it was a very short run for him. Not the shortest. He didn't get many defenses. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, true. yeah, Cody was the shortest run. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's it's uh. He didn't have many defenses, but that was because he stopped the open challenge thing. Yeah, so. true, true. Oh, fuck knows uh, where this goes now. It's like uh, a face down Lambert. That's not gonna fucking work. Does uh, does Scorpio do what uh, Sammy did though, and just start smashing all Sammy shit till he gets a match? Do we just go back and forth with these two forever? Maybe, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's that's the, that's the wrestling stuff. It's happening. Yep. Yep. And I got very excited when Jeff Cobb, and I just mean just Jeff Cobb, challenged FTR. I don't know if he wants a two-on-one match or bring his tag partner along. I don't know, but I'll watch that shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's That'll be good. It's it's Great Okan. That part won't be good. But if anyone can get a good match out of Great Okan, <laughs> it's fucking FTR. The guys yep. are geniuses, so hopefully they can do something uh Something about that. I'll make sure to watch that that Osprey uh, Moxie match for next mm. week. Maybe talk about that a, a, a wee bit. Um, but until then, that's that's gonna do this. We're gonna go now. Mm. So until we next shall week, jog on for now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>